Hi everyone, it's James here from Consensus Education, back with another brief explainer podcast. These are the podcasts where we take an idea that you've sent in to us, and in five minutes or less, we explain it to you. Uh, As always, if you want to actually get one of your questions answered by one of these podcasts, feel free to shoot us an email at info at consensuseducation.com. Today's topic that I'm going to go through is questions of responsibility. This is particularly relevant to people that are in primary school and, you know, just doing their debating for the first time, but also in early high school. Um, although the principles of this are really, really important for all debaters. So, so listen up. Okay, questions of responsibility. Let's have a look firstly at what responsibility is and why we would even talk about it in a debate. In a debate, we often have a question about who is responsible for what or who should be given responsibility for a new task. And that's mostly because the types of debates that we do are generally changes in policy. So changes in policy basically means that there is something or a process that currently exists or there's a rule that currently exists and we're generally going to change that rule and sometimes that means handing responsibility from one party that was associated with it to another party. And the reason that we do that is assuming that someone another party rather, is going to be able to do that job better than the current party. So what I mean by that is that we might see an individual, for example, have something of theirs taken away in favour of the government regulating something. So this might be common in the idea of bans, for example. So people have not proven themselves responsible, so the government is going to ban a certain thing. There are more nuanced questions of responsibility that I'm going to go through now, and this is particularly important when we look at the way that parents and kids interact. Alright, so let's take in the example of that we should ban advertising aimed at kids. When we look at that, that might be advertising for particular games or toys or different things that kids might want to buy. So currently, we have those types of ads on television, and when it comes down to it, it's really not the kid that's deciding, oh, that's not something I want to buy. It's the kid that's kind of stuck in the middle, being kind of told that they should buy these things by really smart advertisers with really bright colours and really catchy slogans, those kind of things. So the real person that's taking responsibility for that child's sense of well-being is the parent. So the parent is there to tell the kid, hey, you don't need that. Like, This is just an ad, it's trying to dress it up in in a nice way that makes you want to buy it. And so the parent takes responsibility there. When we say that we should ban advertising aimed at children, that's basically saying, look, we don't think parents are actually very good at taking on that responsibility. So we'd rather the government takes on responsibility of saying to those businesses and those advertisers, no, you're not allowed to do this anymore. Here are the rules and we're going to make sure we ban anything that is aimed directly at kids. In terms of these questions, you can see how they can be applied to most policy debates, but they're also important for our day-to-day lives. So in the times of, you know, COVID-19, we've had multiple questions of responsibility in terms of individual freedoms, as well as the government and what the government is actually responsible for. So we might have questions of whether individuals are in charge of getting vaccinated, for example, whether the government should actually tell that individual, I'll take some responsibility here and I'll actually pay you to do that. Or maybe it's about things like aged care, where the government doesn't want to take responsibility in terms of the federal government, and they try and shift that responsibility back to the state government. So these kinds of questions of responsibility are appropriate for pretty much every policy debate. 
Just a couple more ones that will help you actually get your head around this. Uh, let's have a look at that we should ban violent video games. That's a question of responsibility, saying, hey, we don't think we should leave this in the responsible hands of children and definitely not in the responsible hands of their parents because we think there's too many people falling through the cracks. We think we should take that right away and it should be the responsibility of the government to stop it um, even getting in their hands. Equally so, we might ban social media. That's basically saying we're not even going to give you the chance to use social media responsibly. Too many people have proven that they can't. Therefore, we should ban social media for potential, like potentially kids. Let's just quickly have a look at some common mistakes people make. The first one is assuming that responsibility and age go hand in hand without proving that that is the case. So we might look at ages where you're allowed to do certain things. So in Australia, for example, you're allowed to vote when you're 18 or you're allowed to drink when you're 18 and you get welfare at 22. Those kinds of things are ages of responsibility, but they don't necessarily mean that you are responsible. It's important to not just say those things and instead try and prove why you are more likely to be responsible at a certain age. Secondly, you could look at the idea of brain development and biological elements that make you more responsible. I think these things are broadly true, but they're really hard to prove. And so they fall under the idea of a mistake in a debate because it means that we're not doing much analysis and instead we're just asserting that a certain person that is older is able to make better decisions because their brain is bigger. Um, finally, I think it's important to remember that people can make a mistake of forgetting to analyze the types of ages of responsibilities we have um, in comparing those things and the types of rights that come with those responsibilities. As a couple of final thoughts, don't forget that this is a really good argument to kick off your cases with, particularly in primary debates. Don't forget that parents and kids aren't the only ones with responsibility that governments are. And in terms of this, don't forget that it's a really important principle at the start of the case to say principally we think this person or this actor should take responsibility for this particular thing and here's why thanks everyone i'll speak to you again soon